Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Big Dave Podcast. As I continue uh, my life as a single man, I find one thing and one thing is hard and fast and true, and that's people always want to send you stuff and give you advice on every aspect of your life. <laughs> uh, as, and uh, you get articles sent to you. Oh, don't worry. They send you. it to us, too. You're yeah, the, I know, yeah. Tell Big Dave this. We forwarded I'm like, yeah. well, Email him. Stat forwarded me this. It's an article that I guess people think I could use right now. Uh, these are the places that women don't want to go on a first date. See, this is important for you because every date you have coming up will be a first one. Mm, are you <laughs> implying that there'll only be one and then the next first date rolls it's around eventually? actually yeah. really funny that you think he has any dates planned, but go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So these are where women don't want to go on a first date. All right. Uh, these are the restaurants. Uh, Waffle House. I, I can see that. IHOP. Denny's. Well, if it's her birthday, you get the Grand Slam for free, oh my right? God, I hate yeah, you. The, That's... Yeah. the uh, Red get Lobster. The Grand Slam, you know what I'm saying? The Red okay. Lobster, come anyway. on. Red Lobster's pretty hip and hot, right? You got the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. You got, you know. I that... love all food. I don't qualify. You're for not this. a good person to have on Ooh. this because just tell me if you hear one that you would not go to. I mean, I don't want to go to Waffle House or Denny's for a first date. Okay. Go Olive Garden? Olive Garden? I don't want to go there for a first date no? either. But all I like right. unlimited breadsticks. Uh, Applebee's. No, don't take yeah, me there like, either. That's like the easy way out. That's just mm-hmm. like, oh, let's go up the street, go to Applebee's, take her out to dinner. But we're fancy-like. All right. Yeah. Chili's. <laughs> yeah, Chili's or Chipotle? No. No. Chipotle? No. No. I, I, I don't know. That's like an on-the-go kind of place. Yeah. That should fall in the fast food category almost. That's like she, date six. Cheesecake Factory. It says they don't want to go there. This ended up on the list. Of, really? I don't understand that. I've never personally eaten at the Cheesecake Factory. I've had their... Their cheesecake at Skyline because they have oh, that. They yeah, but uh, I've never personally eaten there. Yeah, I've only been in there one time to pick up a to-go order with my bestie Al, so I've never been there oh, either. Mm-hmm. Numerous Scott, times. What's, it's got really cool with decor. The... I would think it would be a great place to eat, but well, it does have a big menu. It okay. is kind of overwhelming on the options there, so maybe it has to do with that. I okay. don't know, but if you take a woman who knows what she wants, it doesn't matter how big the menu it is. It matter. All right, here's the um, one that Ashley would have a hard time saying no to. Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, my God. Yes. I don't think. Okay, so definitely. No, so I get think it. would be good. But... I get it, though. You don't want to be eating wings on your first date with oh, somebody yeah. you barely know. Yeah. And it's all over your face and your mm-hmm. fingers. But then again, it's like, this is who I am. This is you want to be who you are. <laughs> Y'all been right. at a wedding where there's wings and you try to be classy eating a chicken wing. <laughs> it's impossible. No, you can't. I, not, I see not. people try to use a fork and knife. I'm like, what are you doing? Right? Look, look, look he's got his pinky raised as he brought it to his mouth. There. Uh, any fast food in general, any place with a buffet. Uh, they say they don't want to go out on a first date for coffee. Oh. Or, or ice cream, which is, I don't know. I think those are like, like low-key. That's okay. like introduction, maybe. Which I think is fine for a first date. Coffee? I like coffee. All but right. you wouldn't do well with I that because like you don't drink coffee. Because I'd be like the hillbilly. I'm like, well, you got any diet dues back oh, there? Because that's, I don't drink coffee. So. <laughs> date uh, ends immediately. All right, so the food ends and the other places. Uh, any place that you go that requires a long drive to get there on a first date, women say no. No thank you on that. Mm. A sporting event? No. Really? Yeah. Uh, bowling? 
That seems like a well, fun first date, doesn't it? I would think. Yeah, why not? Oh, God. I just had a super dirty thought. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and say this one. Church. How about okay, that? Okay. You, you don't want to go to church. Me. I saved you. Maybe not a date for church, but the next morning. I mean. Well, maybe. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks for spending the night and, you know, sitting with me. Let's go to church <laughs> this morning. Yeah, we got a lot to pray for over <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, they don't want to just go to a bar and have drinks on a first date. So I'm looking at all this and I'm like, well, what on God's green earth what can are you, you what can you do on yeah. a first date to please a woman? I think like a upscale restaurant would be nice. Yeah, you got to fork over a bunch of money on something you're not sure not like of. Nothing too crazy. I don't know. I believe in activities, but they, you knocked bowling out of there. Maybe go throw axes or something. No, 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 don't do it. Do the do final that. one, they don't want to meet your family. On the first date. Well, isn't that a given? Oh, my gosh. Makes that sense. happened to me. Wait. Kayla and I, yeah, I met her at a NASCAR race. Let's see. It was a Saturday. The next day, we went for ice cream, which is also on that list. Man, let me start checking them off. <laughs> and Sporting then, event, ice cream. All right. We were going to go uh, go see John Fogarty in concert. And she was like, I, real quick, I got to stop at my, at my grandma's house for a photo. Yeah. And I thought she had to pick up a photo. Sure. No, we get there and everybody is dressed exactly like her with a white shirt and the blue jeans and it's a family photo. I met her aunt and uncle and everybody. And when they meet me, they're like, oh, you're the boyfriend, Jason. You didn't get the memo. You're supposed to be in a white shirt. Like, Whoa. no, I just met her yesterday. <laughs> like, put them on the end. Put them on the end so we can call them out. And now those pictures are on all her family's mantle. And it's a joke. Like, yeah, Stat, he's over he to the there. side. He's there. He, he took it. Stat <laughs> took the picture. Yeah. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, so we just read this big list of places that women don't want to go on a first date. It included almost every restaurant known to man, it seems like, and uh, anywhere that requires a long drive, sporting event, church, bowling, all these things. Lindsay, what is left? Is there any place that you would find unacceptable to go on a first date? Um, Church. That was on the list already. Yeah, That's on the list. Okay. Not really. Like, I wouldn't want to go to, like, McDonald's or something, but I'm not into, like, upscale, fancy... It's a first date, like they're, you know what I mean. I don't, I don't want to go to some like oh. ritzy or fancy restaurant. A lot of the re- restaurants on there that people said that they wouldn't go to. Yeah, Red Lobster, Olive Garden, Chili's, Buffalo Wild. What about yeah. like a rooftop bar or like a gastropub? A gastropub, like it's not too fancy, but like they've got like good food. Okay, I would do that. All right, Kim, uh, where is an acceptable or unacceptable place for you to go on a first date? Okay, so I just hopped in my car right in the middle of this conversation. So the only thing I have to say is I don't know what women they're polling, but I want to go bowling, get an ice cream, and then go get a drink. In that order. Yeah, probably so. Maybe it's like a double negative thing. Like, oh, so, yeah, so yeah. actually it's a positive. Yeah, three right turns make a, a left or something. Somehow yeah. or another. All right, so you would be fine if, like, you went bowling and, and then that's that's fine by you. Oh, yeah, I would love it. I would suggest it. I have suggested it. Hiking, bicycling. Well, now you're starting to borderline get into exercise, and that's not good for me. I'm, I'm dead. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Exactly. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Uh, uh, Joanna, what do you think? Throw the survey in the trash and ask her where she wants to go. Preach. If, if you're both UK fans, why not go to a UK game? 
If you both love bowling, go bowling. If you both really like coffee, which I do not, by the way, Big Dave, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Go wherever she likes that you both like. Who cares what someone else thinks? Yeah, and you're you're preparing for marriage anyway, and that's the biggest argument. My God, in a, in a Wait, marriage is, this is, is where date. are we going to eat? I don't know. Where do you want to eat? I, I'm hungry. Let's yeah. go. I'm not hungry for Unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, I I am the woman who says I don't care. I really because I don't. I truly don't. I don't care. I can find something I like anywhere we go. Right on. All right. So uh, endless breadsticks. Here we come. <laughs> there you go. Unlimited breadsticks, just like Ashley says. That's the perfect thing. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Popping in the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we welcome Dylan. Good morning, Dylan. Hey, good morning. Coming up on Thanksgiving, and you've got a problem with your sister, Casey. And what in the world is going on here? My sister has a nice Thanksgiving every year. And, you know, the whole family, we go over there. And she has, like, a few kids. Right. And um, they're like three, seven and 12 years old. And she wants to like have them bond during Thanksgiving. And so she has them make the food with her on Thanksgiving. And I'm just like, I'm not okay with that because you know that they're like not being hygienic and like probably getting stuff in the food and stuff. And <laughs> it's a free meal, though. Come on. <laughs> I know. I mean. So you're a germaphobe. Is that what you're saying to us, Dylan? I'm a, I'm a germaphobe, but I only want to eat the rolls. You know, I'm creeped out with the stuffing and everything. And I just feel like, can't they, like, you know, help her set the table or maybe just do a different meal, like bond over a different meal instead of the whole meal for everyone each year? I don't know. Am I in the right or... <laughs> He's just wanting yeah. us to say, yeah, you're right. You're this right. Is over. In the, in yeah. story, no. <laughs> Was oh. there a particular food item or moment that happened last year where you're like, oh, they ruined the cornbread casserole or something? Yeah, I remember she made, she, like, she didn't serve the dish, but it was like a casserole or I think like a green bean casserole that they had, they dropped something in it or something. She's like, oh, yeah, that, that's why we're not having that this year. And then from that point on, I, I was creeped out. I am like, I don't want to touch anything. There is some control there, though. Your mom is controlling the kitchen a little bit, making sure that the sugar and salt don't get mixed up. Yeah, but something got dropped into the casserole? No. Yeah, I'm just, I don't trust it. As long as it's not a big, long hair. Oh, God. I know, that's what I'm scared of. That's what I'm scared of. <laughs> so you want them in hair nets and basically hazmat suits in there making your yeah. dinner? If they have a hazmat suit, I'd be okay with that. But <laughs> Dylan, you're you're pretty eat up about germs and stuff, aren't you? Very much, yeah. I mean, I was scarred when I was little. I found hairs in my food and stuff, and I just I've never been able to get past it. Oh my god, you worried he's gonna like lose a tooth and it's gonna fall into the Jello salad or something? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, mean, I don't yeah, know how or... rational your fears are here. There's only so much. You know how kids are. I mean. You know, might go to the bathroom and not wash their hands, or they'll scratch themselves all oh. over and then start, you know, touching the turkey. Go and, ahead and say it. Pick their that. nose. Go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, pick their nose. Yeah, that exactly. Do you have any kids, Dylan? I do not. No, but you have nieces and nephews, obviously. Yes. So you're around kids enough to. Okay. Do you have a closing statement before we go to the jury here today? Um, is Thanksgiving the right meal for her to? Teach the kids how to bond. Uh, or can there be a different day that she does that? 
And preferably one that you're not there at the dinner table. Is that what you're saying? Yes, preferably. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Juror member number one, Statman. Uh, I'm just going to say with an attitude like that, I don't think it's a mistake that hair ends up in your food. (laughs) I I think your sister's messing with you or something. Look, in my experience, the kids were always in the kitchen. We were put to work and uh, like hawks. My aunts and uncles would watch over us and make sure we cleaned our hands and everything. And it was a part of learning our family dishes. Like, we got a potato salad that you really have to watch and learn how to make. You can't just be told. And that's the perfect time, Thanksgiving, to get all the family together in the kitchen. So I'm going to say just get yourself one of those turkey pot pies or something that's store-made and you'll be okay. All right. right. Casey. Yeah, I'm Casey. Uh, what about you, Ash? I got a couple different ideas. You could either jump in the kitchen and help, right, mm-hmm. and be a part of it, or maybe ask your sister, like, "Hey, can like little Charlie have his own special mashed potato bowl?" And on the table, it's like, and these are Charlie's mashed potatoes that he made, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. also these other ones. Because mm-hmm. I get that kids are kind of uh, germy, <laughs> so I'm on your team. But I think there can be solutions but you make a good point a lot of times the kids are proud of what they made and it it, although it's a a red flag for you for the kid it's going to be like a pride moment yeah so just have them i don't know make a separate bowl even though that's more work okay um my uh my vote is going for your sister casey and i've just got three words for you uh thanksgiving pizza (laughs) you know you just you take one of those things over there throw it in the oven yourself nobody but you touches it okay (laughs) all right uh two to one we sided with casey over you but let's see what our b105 jury has to say at 749 b105 and also through the app okay buddy all right hey uh, hey, you're not crazy though i did have a have an aunt once that had a cat that was allowed on the countertops and uh, i had an uprising in the family that said we do not eat any of her dishes (laughs) (laughs) can't do that yeah cats are different than kids though I think Dylan's going to get a hairball if you keep talking about that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like getting nauseous here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 749-B105 and also through the app. Are you Team Dylan or Team Casey? Come on. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Who was right last night this morning on B105? uh, We heard from Dylan, who is not very happy with his sister Casey, who has Thanksgiving dinner at her place but allows her young children to help her make the meal uh, Dylan's kind of a germaphobe and was worried what's going to be in there. He thinks it's just keep the kids out of the kitchen for this. Uh, two to one, we sided with Casey, though, over Dylan. Let's see what our B105 jury has to say right now. Uh, Lindsay from Lawrenceburg is also Team Casey, and why is that? Because I'm sorry, I love kids at death. Everybody knows they're a little germ magnets. They're disgusting. They're most adults. How are you going to be ungrateful and want, your, want the kids to not be in the kitchen? Wow, that's a good point. Yeah. Everybody's got germs, right? Right. It's the new best-selling children's book, Everyone Has Germs, by Jesse Tack. That's- <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Appreciate- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe 
subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Appreciate it, Lindsay. Have a good day. Ashley from Harrison is also Team Casey. Why is that? Yeah, when I was growing up, I was always in the kitchen with my aunts and my uncles and my grandma. So I just think that, you know, it is a time for bonding. And I think that the kids are always proud of what they make. So I think you should just bring your own thing to Thanksgiving and just do that. And I'm sure your aunt and grandma were diligent about making sure you washed your hands or if you dropped something on the floor, go away. It's how you learn how to cook. Yeah, it's literally how you learn how to cook. And they were always over our shoulders like, oh, do this instead of this. Or, oh, and if something dropped, she didn't, like, serve it. Like, we didn't serve it. But here we go. Chris from Eastgate is a big team. Dylan, and why is that? Um, because have you never seen little kids in a the kitchen? They sneeze. They grab their, you know, ears, nose, hair, everything, and stick their fingers in their mouth and stick their fingers in the food. No, they don't. Oh, man. It's a child. Yeah, kids. But it's up to the adults to to catch that and stop it. I think that if his sister wants to bond in the kitchen with her children, she should do it on a day when she doesn't have guests. Agreed. Because not everybody wants to eat food that her children have you know, experimented with. <laughs> and that's why Bob Evans has a take-home, ready-to-make Thanksgiving dinner. Is that you trying to steal my endorsement? <laughs> the feast over there. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Uh-huh, bye. Uh-huh. Uh, Michelle from Addison, 100% Team Casey. Although, with that being said, I do agree with Ashley's idea of saying, hey, the kids made this and the kids make that. I have seven kids and eight grandchildren, so... I, the thought of having them in the kitchen with me is a blessing, but I am like a mother hawk. Like, I'm crazy about wash your hands. Don't touch that. Don't do that. Their dish that they made, it's like a try at your own risk. Mm-hmm. I dare say my grandma right. had a wooden spoon that didn't touch anything but our hands if we did something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Very nice. Megan's weighed in on the B105 app. Ew, that's gross. He's absolutely right. Kids should not be cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, here's a good one. Candace says, uh, Team Casey, Dylan doesn't seem like he knows what Thanksgiving is about. If I could have my kids cook all the Thanksgiving dinner, I would. Also, there's other places that he could go and eat that, well, there isn't kids. It's a guy's equivalent of the Grinch on Christmas. Oh. oh. Give him some hoo hash and send him on his way. Depends he makes it. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. We were on Halloween morning. It was actually just one week ago today at the Queen of Halloween's house, Marianne, there in Fairfield. 
So if she's the queen of Halloween, it would stand to reason that there's a queen of Thanksgiving. And I think unequivocally that would be Martha Stewart, right? It has to be. I mean, Martha Stewart's the queen of, of, you know, home good and making all that stuff and everything. Here is a chance for you to stay at her house. (laughs) She has teamed up with Booking.com. And for $11.23, because Thanksgiving is on $11.23, you can win this chance to be there on the 17th and 18th of this month at Martha Stewart's house. For $11.23, you can go spend like an early Thanksgiving with Martha Stewart herself. She'll be there. The queen turkey right there. Yeah, she'll have it under control. Uh, This includes a Thanksgiving brunch complete uh, by her chef, made by her chef, Kevin Sharkey. Also, this would be fun, a wreath-making session with... Martha Stewart. I mean, come on. If you're going to learn to make a wreath, she's like the Yoda of wreath makers right there. I'm just going to throw it out there that I would be incredibly nervous to make any kind of project with Martha Stewart there. Like, she shows her wreath, and it's like this perfect... And mine's just like a bunch of twigs. It's not even a circle. It's like a square. I'm like, what did I do Stats would have duct tape on it. (laughs) You also uh, get a table setting lesson, so you can make the table, the spread on Thanksgiving, look like Martha Stewart. Oh, the centerpiece is so important. Yes, absolutely. So there you go. That's how you do it. Now, Wendy, can you get registered for this? You can start. It's like a first-come, first-serve basis on November 16th at noon. Whoa. $11.23. It doesn't include your travel, so you're going to have to get there on your own. And it's kind of a Thanksgiving theme, so that's like really quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Be ready. I'm going to put it on my calendar to register. Now, how are you going to get there? What do you mean? I'm going to fly there. Mm -hmm. Where's New York? Can I drive? Yeah, I guess I could. You want to. You're you're never going to do this in a million years. Why would you do this? If I could meet Martha Stewart on her beautiful property and eat with her i would pay the airfare and guess what i got the vacation days to do and she's best friends with snoop dogg so she can deal with us come on can you imagine the smells in that house i just imagine it'd be like the best smelling candle ever (laughs) go to booking.com to get more information that's who she's teamed up with on this Five, the Big Dave Show. Uh, Statman, you have a retainer tail. Yeah, uh, which uh, anybody that's <laughs> a parent of teenagers has dealt with retainer tails, and they usually involve "I lost my retainer." Yes. What, what's going on with you now, Stacy? She lost a retainer like a year and a half ago, and she said she's going to be really responsible with this next set. It's mm-hmm. like a top and a bottom, and sure enough, she lost half of it. Which half? <laughs> the top half. And okay. that's where we're like, wait, what, well, you took them out at different times? She's like, no, no. I put them in the case, oh, no. in the bathroom, same place every time, and they're not in the place. Uh-huh. So we looked everywhere. I'm talking moved the bed out of the way, cleared the whole closet out of the bathroom. Nowhere to be found. Oh, boy. So I started a suspicion that maybe the puppy stole it. Yeah. So we start watching the puppy. You know, maybe she hid it somewhere. Nothing. Days go by. We set the appointment. We're ready to go spend another $200. Dang. And all of a sudden I hear crunch, crunch. And Jane in the other room go, BB, what do you got? Sure enough, there's the retainer. She hid it somewhere in the house and oh. then pulled it out for a little midnight snack. A little chew toy. Yeah. Wait, she was eating the retainer? But we got it just in time. Wait oh. a minute. Yes. We... 
My daughter was so excited. She washed it off. She popped it right back in. It fit. Luckily, we got it from the puppy before she destroyed it. Now, this is BB, the little <laughs> tiny thing. Yeah. The retainer's got to be almost as big as she yeah, is. I, it wouldn't fit in her mouth. So she, it was like hanging out like a football player. You know what I mean? <laughs> when they have their mouth guard yeah. hanging out. Uh, well, but, I bet uh, your daughter, Stacy's relieved that she didn't have to buy another retainer. Yes, and she was responsible. The dog stole it. We still don't know how she got into the little drawer where it was. But to get it. Yeah, I mean, why would she put one in there and not both? Mm. So, that the sneaky little puppy. Any ideas where she might have hidden it? Like where she hides her contraband, little BB, her little nest of things she wants to chew on? We were looking under the couch because mm. she could kind of get down underneath there. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't there. So, she has a new hiding place that we haven't found uh -oh. yet. Man, the bounty you're going to discover there <laughs> yeah. probably one day when you find that, it'll be amazing. The car keys, TV <laughs> remotes, yeah, all the stuff you can't find. Yet. It's a 627. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, yep, that is the uh, official NCAA basketball theme because uh, men's and women's basketball at colleges all over America got underway last night, and the Tri-State was no exception. Uh, Xavier, 77-63 to 63 over Robert Morris. No no surprise they beat Robert. It's only one oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a team. So uh, congrats to the Musketeers, also to the Bearcats, taking down the University of Illinois, Chicago, 69-58. to 58. But let me get something here uh, for for my uh, next score from the Tri-State. Mm -hmm. As I play the Middle Tennessee State University Blue Raiders fight song, my alma mater, MTSU 74, NKU 57. No! <laughs> uh -huh, so oh, the Blue man. Raiders rode in Murfreesboro, Tennessee last night. Ashley's alma mater falling to my alma mater. And there was a wager yeah. that Ashley put forth on this game. If you were uh, following along with us a little bit yesterday, I was like, Big Dave, when NKU takes down your alma mater, you are going to have to go to an NKU game dressed in a dinosaur costume. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the T-Rex or something. And then you were like, you'll be a dinosaur inside a dinosaur. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, and you lost. So I and lost. normally I want to say this. Normally I pull for NKU. I've been to a few of their games. It was a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, it's my alma mater. So I had to go for my Blue Raiders. So now you have to do the dinosaur thing. <laughs> but now there's a new wrinkle in this. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I am on a mission now. And, you know, I'm going to make good on the bet. I will go as a dinosaur. But there's something better. If we could get our hands on it. What is that? Better. NKU had a mascot before Victor E. Viking mm -hmm. named Hey You. Hey and You? Hey You. And he was a dragon. Oh. And I uh -oh. think if if they still have this mascot lying around, I mean, come on. That's better than the T-Rex. Oh, that yeah. Is. And it's still supporting NKU. So I'm looking... For Hey You, the dragon, <laughs> it's got to be in a closet. Somewhere. Somewhere. Somebody have to take it out, put it over a clothesline, and beat it with a brush to get all the dust out of it. You know, put boom, me right boom, in boom, it. Boom, boom, yeah. Also, I took a look at NKU's schedule, and I'm thinking maybe I'll, I'll try to get to uh, Wednesday, November 29th's game. Why is that? They're playing a one-man team. Robert Morris. Oh, they're playing the one that's <laughs> oh. okay. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that. That's my goal. Uh, I, and obviously, they got a big game coming up playing the UC Bearcats on the nineteenth. Yeah, that'd be but tough to pull off there. It mm -hmm. all just depends if I can get my hands on Hey You. That's what I'm looking for.
Well, maybe we can find an inflatable dragon costume and recreate it if we can't find it. Exactly. Yeah. But we got time to search. We, we do. And I can't believe I freaking lost. Mm, <laughs> sorry. Sorry for your luck. One more time with that Blue Raider fight song. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So, we're on a mission now. Hey, you. <laughs> All right. Look at it. Partly cloudy. 72 today right now. 63 here at B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Speaking of Christmas, you know, every year it's kind of a rite of passage here in Cincinnati. You go to see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. and uh, Such a great show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, state-of-the-art stage presence. It's every year. Tradition for our family, too. For sure. So we've got tickets for you to go see them this year. Uh, they're going to be at Heritage Bank Center on December 29th. Two shows, matinee and evening show. And you want to win tickets, but Statman has gotten into some business over here. So what's going on here? Well, our boss, Grover Collins, is down at the CMA Awards Mm -hmm. right now. And I was poking around in his office and I found some Christmas presents. Oh. So I figured we'll give it a shake and see if we can figure out what's inside. So that's up to the person listening right now to figure out what it is. All right. I don't have a name on the box. I just got Christmas wrapping paper. So let's give it a shake and see what it does. All right. I what gotta, the? I, that might be my gift. What the heck did he buy us? Shake, wait, shake it again. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds sad to me for some reason. All right. So if you can identify that Christmas present, yep. you're going to TSO. Yep. Caller Ted right now, 749-B105, please. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> Tell us right now. More of the Big Dave Podcast. What's me there? The B105, The Big Dave Show, uh, Christmas in November now for Jessica in Lebanon. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. So you'd like to win these tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, of course. Yeah. All right. Since Grover Collins is out of town for the uh, CMAs coming up this week, uh, Statman's found Christmas presents in his yeah. office. and uh, <laughs> You're going to shake this one again. Yes. And All if right. you can tell us what's inside, you get them tickets. Here we go. You ready, Jessica? Yeah. Take away, Stat. All right. Here we go. All right, Jessica, can you identify what's in the box? Is it a clown horn? No. What's something a clown would be carrying, though? Yeah, we'll give you one more shot. Something they'd be carrying? Maybe yeah. even a magician sometimes, too, has them. <laughs> a rubber chicken. That's it! Yeah! It's very sad. And I just realized, Jessica, what makes me feel sad about that? Because this sound... It reminds me of the little shoe that Judge Doom put in the dip in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, it was being so sweet, squeaking up next to him. I'm like, that's so sad. But it's good for you, Jessica. Great. You're going to see the TSO at Heritage Bank Center on December 29th. Thank you. Sweet. Have a great time and no rubber chickens this year. (laughs) Sounds good. B105. and happy Tuesday to you. And uh, we've got breaking news out of Springfield. I'm not sure what state because they've never said, but it's from the Simpsons. And uh, something after 30 plus seasons is coming to an end. And it's pretty important because it's been going on ever since the Simpsons started. Son, if you can look me in the eye and say you didn't take the collection money, that's all I need. 
I didn't take it. Well, you little... <laughs> you look me in the eye and lie like that. Homer, stop that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, in The Simpsons, it's usually Homer strangling Bart. Like, why you little... You know, people had that T-shirt. Like oh in yeah, high school the the strangling thing. But you're saying it's, it's over. Change. The Simpsons have ended it, and they kind of did it without a lot of fanfare on the October 22nd episode, where uh, Homer announced this. Whoa, that's quite a grip. See, March strangling the boy has paid off. Just kidding. I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. Whoa, <laughs> so they address it. I guess somewhat. people have been complaining for years that Bart, you know, and he never does it for long. Why you little erd? It's like two seconds of ah, and uh, that they finally have uh, caved and said no more strangling of of. And it's not just people strangle each other on there all the time. Wait, people know that this is a cartoon. I guess they don't. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't have enough time in my day to write a TV company to be upset about a cartoon character strangling another cartoon character. That mm-hmm. is crazy. I'm not saying like it's a great example, but who does that? I yeah, don't know who does. A lot of people did, I guess. Because over the years, I mean, it'd be like uh, um, one of my kids strangled the other kid and he was injured because he was acting like Homer Simpson. Yeah. It's always, and, oh. and it just Is it even a, a kid's show? It's really, really not. Why are but your I kids mean, watching it? Let's it, start there. It's animated, and that that is the always <laughs> any cartoon is made for kids. I guess even though adults mainly watch The Simpsons. Yeah, I don't know about that. Wait a minute. <laughs> Does this mean that the Family Guy he's going to stop fighting the chicken? Oh God, those are great. That's that's animal abuse. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> those epic yeah. fights. No. But I, I look at all this, and I'm just like, how on God's green earth? Is South Park still on the air then? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's a cartoon not for kids. Yeah. Well, it's on HBO. <laughs> well, more of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show rolling into the 9 o'clock hour. And uh, well, let me get this outside line going. We got a, a very important phone call to make here. Hang on. Hello. Hey, we're looking to speak with Melissa. That's me. Melissa, do you have any idea who this might be? Um, Ashley from B105. <laughs> yeah, there I'm here with Big Dave and Stat, and we are calling to say congratulations, Melissa. You are our first winner for the $1,000 gift certificate to Fort Thomas Jewelers. Woo! Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't win anything. Well, this is pretty big, 1000 bucks. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now, the question is, is are you going to spend it on yourself or for uh, somebody else? Um, I'm thinking myself. Man, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't do that very often, so I'm, I'm going to go with myself. <laughs> That's so exciting. They have so much over there for Thomas Jewelers, earrings, bracelets, necklaces, rings, you name it. That sounds great. How many of the code words did you get in yesterday, Melissa? I got several of them in, but... I got way more than half of them in. So. Good for you. Good, good. For you. Yeah, because everyone you enter is another entry to win. And look at this. You are our first winner for 1000 bucks. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we're super excited for you. And uh, we're actually giving out our next code word is golden. G-O-L-D-E-N. Golden. Sounds good. Just yes. like you, you are golden now, Melissa, because <laughs> you got that $1,000 gift card. Oh, thank you so much. All you have to do is open your B105 app, click on the great 10 grand giveaway, and enter your code word, GOLDEN. More of the Big Dave Podcast. 
Got some really wonderful good vibes here, and they involve Trent Kersey from Modesto, California. Trent had a couple of big events coming up in October. First of all, his wife was pregnant with their second child. That's huge and was due any day. Secondly, Trent was embarking on a new career in law enforcement and had just wrapped up his training at the police academy in California there. Last Tuesday, Halloween, was the big day for his new police career as he was set to graduate from the academy and be sworn in as a Modesto, California police officer. Oh, cool. So Trent was at the graduation rehearsal. And guess what? He got the call. (laughs) His wife had gone into labor and the baby was coming. Oh, boy. So Trent left the rehearsal and raced to the hospital. Of course he did. He arrived just in time to see his son, Theo, enter the world. Mm-hmm. Both mom and baby were healthy. Now, while this was going on, so was his graduation and swearing-in ceremony with all the other police officers he had gone through the academy with. But little did he know that another one was about to take place. Trent's new sergeant called him and said, Hey, I'm in the hospital. Is it okay if I stop by your room there? See the baby? Wow. said, Sure, come on in. But Trent's new sergeant wasn't alone. There are a few other members of the Modesto police force with him, including the chief of police and the department spokeswoman. And they came into the room. And while Trent was holding his newborn son, they swore him in as the newest Modesto police officer. Holy cow. Yeah. Right there at the hospital. So right there holding his new son, Theo. Sharon Bear, the Modesto police spokeswoman, said, We want Trent and all of our police officers to know that we understand that this career requires dedication and often involves balancing work and family. And our chief is very supportive of family life outside work. Wow, what a big day. Couldn't make it to the ceremony, so they brought the ceremony to him. What a day he'll never forget. Trent Kersey, welcome to the force, sir. And your good vibes brought to you by American Homeland Title Agency. It's at 808 podcast it's the big dave show of the day on b105 and this morning we've got james from mainville he's a father of two and he's also a hamilton county deputy thank you first of all james for your service man we love our men and women in blue well i appreciate that thank you all right we want to get that out of the way because we don't know how we'll feel about you after we hear the joke so (laughs) let's have that dad joke okay why was the whale embarrassed I don't know. Why, Why was, was the, the whale, whale embarrassed? Because every time he looked down, he could see the ocean's bottom. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Once again, it's a good thing we told you how much we appreciate you before oh, yeah. the joke there, James. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have a great day and be safe out there. Uh, all right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast. B105.com.